talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. Welcome back to the program, California School News Radio. Just Kevin now for this half hour. October was National Anti-Bullying Month, and all across the country, school districts celebrated by holding assemblies and rallies with the goal of teaching kindness and empathy to students. At Monroe Elementary School in Monrovia Unified School District, teaching kindness is a year-round objective, and here to talk with us about that is Principal Dr. Lily Jarvis of Monroe Elementary School and also school interventionist uh, Shirley Conde. And welcome to the program. Welcome to California School News Radio. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to have you on the program. Uh, you all are doing so much to uh, make sure that everybody is treating each other with respect. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Jarvis, uh, tell us just a little bit about your approach and how you do things here. So at Monroe, we're very proud that not only do we teach our students the requisite skills to be successful, reading, writing, um, listening, speaking in both Spanish and English, but we're very proud that we have a very strong positive behavior intervention program that is centered around social-emotional learning. And um, we have a guiding coalition of teachers and parents and employees who come together to um, encourage and promote positive behaviors in students. Um, we understand that respect and responsibility, kindness, uh, positive attitude are um, essential to student learning and we know that if students feel safe and comfortable on campus, they are able to learn the essential academic requisite skills. And so you have a couple of different programs that you use here at the school. Uh, PBIS, uh, I've heard of that. Uh, Olveus is, is something new. Maybe you can uh, tell us what that is, uh, that's about. Sure. Olveus is a, a bully prevention program. It is a framework uh, that is an international approach. Many uh, countries uh, use Olveus and have seen much su success with implementing the various components um, there. It starts with data. We survey our students um, about uh, bullying behaviors on campus, and that guides many of our interventions to support and prevent bullying behaviors on campus. And I'd like uh, our interventionist, Ms. Conde, who has been uh, the uh, leader of um, Olveus and the implementation of Olveus to share with, with you all um, how we have systematically rolled that out on our campus. Absolutely. I like that you mentioned the survey because I would love to encourage other schools and school districts to do something similar. And there are many different platforms and formats to create and deliver surveys. So I'd like to share with you some of the questions um, include the type of bullying that happens, where the what is the location of bullying behaviors that are happening. So there was over 30 questions on the survey that we've digested and analyzed, um, starting with the guiding coalition, the committee, and then the teachers. And that, as Dr. Jarvis mentioned, informs their actions. So if students reported 
there's a hot spot for bullying behavior happening, we make sure that we react to that and that we have supervision there. And so it's very important with any program, not just in academic areas, but social emotional learning, you kind of use some of this, those same guiding principles of what is the data telling us and what are, how are we going to react. And then uh, where does it go from there? So we've done the survey twice. We're looking for um, improvement. We're looking for uh, continued areas of growth for us. So um, one of the things that we've done is mm -hmm. we have um, created and carved out special time once a month mm -hmm. to have what we call Aurora Assemblies. Aurora Assemblies is where we bring our students together and we remind them of the expected behaviors on our campus. Uh, we um, sometimes, uh, you know, use extrinsic rewards to get them to uh, engage in the expected behaviors. Uh, another thing that we've done is we've had a very uh, thoughtful rollout where each class came in for about a 45-minute period and guided by our school interventionist, Ms. Conde, parents and the teacher, we, we defined what bullying behavior is, we defined what bullying behavior is not, and we have role-played um, and used um, developmentally appropriate techniques to really uh, create a common language, a common definition of bullying. Sometimes children um, without this definition over-report bullying, and it, it, it's not bullying behavior. It might be conflict, peer interactions, inappropriate peer interactions, but not bullying per se. And so, you know, for us, um, having a common definition of bullying mm -hmm. is uh, the first step. Um, and the definition of bullying that we use at Monroe is? Yeah, so I'm very proud to say that I feel like you can ask any of our students on campus, any employee and staff members. So the definition of bullying guided by the Oveus program is when a person says or does mean or hurtful things, whether it's verbal or physical, to harm another person, and that is done deliberately, intentional, and multiple times over a period of time. It's repetitive. Um, so... Just in and of itself, students knowing the definition has, and we're still continuing to reteach that every day, um, every time we have the assembly, that has made a difference in teaching students what bullying is and what it is not. So what I appreciate about Oveas is that not only does it teach us and train us for how to deal with students involved in bullying situations, um, but also, it's really an, a shift in the entire school culture because students are trained to be an upstander. That means if you know how to how to do something against bullying, even if you're not involved. And so they're taught the correct things that they have to do, and it's really a shift in the the culture of every student, not just the students or the families involved in the situations. Um, on top of the the assemblies that we have to promote our common language and our practices, the program then guides us into having class meetings. Class meetings are community building uh, meetings. They can be done as often as needed. 
where students sit in a circle with their classroom teacher and they further digest this information. It can be generic. It can be something that the whole school is doing in terms of, for example, digesting the definition of bullying. But if in that particular classroom there's a current trend, a certain behavior that's prevailing, the teacher can stop and set up a class meeting at any given moment to address that specific concern. So I appreciate that Olveus allows us to create a general system, but also allows teachers and in classrooms to fine tune it for their particular needs. So it, yeah, because bullying, it, it's gonna change. It's gonna change from, from bully to bully. They all have different approaches. Right. So you need to kind of be ahead of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the students uh, that are being bullied, they're each going to react in a, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you mentioned, uh, Dr. Jarvis, you mentioned in extrinsic rewards. Now, I love the word extrinsic. <laughs> um, and, and I think that's also uh, a, a newer thing we, because we've, we've come a long way from just punishing bullies to rewarding good behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe you can talk a little bit about what these rewards get when, when you have these monthly assemblies. Yeah, so the, the, the ultimate goal for, for any human being is to be rewarded by intrinsic satisfaction, right? Pride in doing the right behavior, pride in having integrity, and these kinds of things. But when children are young and we need to teach them um, expected behaviors, um, we give them trinkets, it's things like stickers, things like pencils, things like wristbands, things that um, are tangible and are given um, upon the, the, the expected behavior. So we use that as a, as a strategy to give the students like a, a reward, an incentive, an extrinsic reward that says that is the appropriate behavior with the ultimate goal of having that intrinsic satisfaction um, as they get older in the upper grades that they know that they've done the right thing. Right, and that's something we also talk about at the assemblies and say, you know, we are giving you roar cards, which when you are respectful, when you are on task, when you are an upstander, which is our common language for doing something against bullying behaviors, how to be an upstander. Um, But we also at the assembly say, we are giving you this because we care about you very much, but even if we didn't give you these rewards, it's the right thing to do. Yes. So that's very clear to our students as well. So I, I, I think there, there, there's something there with the rewarding things as opposed to, to punishing. And how, to, and, and, and how many years have you had this in place? How many years have you been doing this now? PBIS has been in place for over six years. And Olveas, we um, started with that initiative um, last academic school year. Okay, we just have a few seconds left here in this segment, but we, uh, we've seen a lot of improvement with, with the kids over the years. Um, and, and we've seen as they've gone into middle school and into high school, uh, have we seen a change in the behavior? Yeah, well, our data, which quantifies that, shows that we've gone from, we've lost like 15 to 20% of bullying on campus. Okay, let me just stop you right there. Uh, we have to go to break for, uh, we're talking with uh, Dr. Lily Jarvis and uh, Shirley Conde of uh, Monroe Elementary School in Monrovia uh, Unified School District on California School News Radio. We will be right back after these messages. Stay tuned.
Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find universal talk laws at KenjaDixon.com. In the military, things can change in an instant. Your personal life is just the same. Just like you protect our country, you want your family protected. That's why thousands of military members trust Navy Mutual Life Insurance. Navy Mutual is nonprofit, providing current and former Navy, Marine, and Coast Guard families with life insurance, no sales fees, and no military service restrictions. Protecting members on active duty and beyond. Call 1-800-628-6011. 800-628-6011. NavyMutual.org. Insuring those who serve. Homeless veterans and their families are suffering and need our support, but many won't ask or don't know that help is within reach. Veterans Community Services is here to help. Amazingly, about 35% of the homeless in our neighborhoods are veterans with families. Low-income veterans or their friends are encouraged to contact Veterans Community Services and reach out for help with housing and other services. Call now, 800-974-9909. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. Welcome back to the program, California School News Radio. I am Kevin Ausmus of VMA Communications, and I have magically reappeared this half hour at Monroe Elementary School in the Monrovia Unified School District. If you happen to come by the school and you're going to uh, drive up and see a wonderful mural by Diego Rivera, that's what I thought was an actual Diego Rivera mural. I was like, oh my God, does anybody know about this? And then I found out that it's part of a mural program that you have, which is another story for another time. But we are talking about uh, kindness 
to students and, uh, and all the programs here at uh, Monroe Elementary School. And then, uh, Shirley, uh, when we left, we were talking about uh, what, what, uh, what results you've seen. Yeah, so you asked if we've seen results. We've seen a lot. And one of the things that brought to mind that I'd like to share with the community and with other schools that might want to try something like this is that the Oveus program kind of warned us that we might see increased reporting. So it feels like there's more bullying on campus than before you started the program. And that is because students now have a language to follow, to use. They have protocols. They know what to do, where to go to report, and are encouraged to do so. So when you embark on this program, you might feel like, you know, you're you're bringing things up that might not have been there. Well, they were there. It's just that now students are reporting and it's being discussed and addressed. So it feels counterintuitive, right? Like there's more reporting. There are more instances. But in reality now, students are feeling safe. They're feeling empowered to report. And that's one of the elements to the program, too, is how do we encourage that? How do we support that? How do we get students to feel empowered to tell adults or to be an upstander but on their own. Um, it's interesting, some of our data discuss mentioned how bullying is different for boys and for girls. And when studying our data, we noticed how bullying behaviors were a little bit more verbal in nature for girls and physical for boys. So that informed us of like, okay, maybe we need to do a little bit more intervening during the soccer games when boys are playing and, you know, let's sit down during lunch with girls, have lunch with them and talk with them. You know, what are you girls talking about? What are your topics of discussion? And then they feel safe and empowered to report there. So that's been interesting um, out of our data and out of our action plan. And then the, the intervention, of course, is always uh, important. You're an interventionist, and I, I believe you're probably an interventionist at heart, uh, uh, Dr. Jarvis. So, uh, and you have something called on-the-spot intervention. And so can you just go ahead and describe what that, that is like here? Yeah, a component of the Olveus program is to involve the community, to involve all staff members, all stakeholders. And all the employees have gone through um, a training how to spot bullying behavior and how to stop bullying behavior. And we have a little protocol that we follow, um, and it's called the on-the-spot bullying behavior intervention. So all of our staff members and teachers, uh, administrators, interventionists, walk around with this reminder. It's connected to our lanyard that we wear with our keys, and it's always available to us. And what this is is that when bullying behavior is reported, there's... Um, some steps to follow. Number one, stop the harmful behavior, first and foremost. Second, support the student who may have been harmed. Uh, third, name the behavior and refer to the school rules. So what is the behavior that was, um, that occurred and then refer to our school rules? Number four, empower the bystanders. So if there are witnesses that um, were there present when the bullying behavior took place, we need to remind them and encourage them to speak up, um, to, if you see something, you say something. We give them that language very concretely. And then, of course, impose the consequences. That's progressive discipline. That usually comes through my office. I address it. I'll talk about California Education Code. 
uh, involve the parents, um, these kinds of things, and then also ensure the future safety. So if we know that these bullying behaviors are occurring in the bathroom, we need to ensure that they don't continue to occur in the bathroom. Um, our students receive sort of like a, a reminder. These posters are hung all over our campus. They're um, in our classrooms, in our cafeteria, in our library, and these are our school rules. And this is what students pledge. Um, they pledge and they say, we don't bully, we help others, we include others, and when we see something, we say something. Yeah, I want to talk more about uh, empowering the bystander to become an upstander. We have protocols for how to be an upstander. What's been interesting with this program is, um, and this might resonate with schools throughout the community, throughout the, the country really, where sometimes parents and families will tell students, if another student is verbally aggressive against you or physically aggressive against you, you say something back or you hit them back. And so then often students are confused of like, well, I don't know if that's, you know, jives with our school rules and I'm hearing something different at school and at home. So I appreciate the Oveus program because I feel like it's helped and guided, guided us in that area. And so what I like to tell families is, well, let's focus on what we have in common. What we have in common is that we don't want this behavior to be occurring and we want to empower your student to be able to do something. So that's what we have in common. We condone these four steps of how to be an upstander, um, and that is what we condone at school. So that's, you know, the common language. We Ultimately, we have the same goal. Um, and that's been a huge uh, tool to, to find that common ground with families and work together. Um, because as you know, you work in schools and there's a lot of different philosophies and cultures and mentalities. And so this has sort of helped us together. What do we have in common? How can we work together towards this goal? Yeah, and every family has their own way of viewing it. I, th I believe that the, the one of the keys here is getting the parents involved in this, letting them know exactly what you expect of the students and what you expect of the families uh, that, that have their students here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we have about a minute or so left, so I'd like to thank you for coming on the program, teaching us so much about uh, uh, what you're doing here at, at Monroe and, and just how to be kind overall and how to spot the, you know, spot the bullying and stop it on the spot. Uh, and so maybe in this the last uh, 30 seconds to a minute, Dr. Jarvis, surely if you have any uh, last things that you'd like to tell the community or anything you want to brag about at the school, it could be anything, really, <laughs> uh, please do so. No, I just want to encourage the community to be present and involved in the educational life of their students. That does make uh, a huge impact in not only the social and emotional development of students, but also in the academic development of our students. Yeah, and I also um, would like to brag about how we at Monroe are proud that, you know, there's consequences have a role, but I truly feel like at Monroe we're empowering our students who are struggling with bullying behaviors and we role play with them and we have so many different resources, our school counselors and outside programs um, and ourselves to help them and empower them, not just give punishments and those behaviors continue on and on, but to really break that cycle and break that trend and really make a difference and sometimes traditional just punishing students doesn't work. So we're proud of the work that we're doing here and, and trying something different and incorporating the old and the new in order for the betterment of our students. 
Well, thank you so much. That's, uh, that's it for this program today, California School News Radio. Thank you again, Dr. Jarvis. Thank you again, Shirley. Uh, and good luck to you in the future. Thank, thank you. you. has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. More skin-to-skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to MiracleBabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle. Podcast Magazine, the preeminent publication covering podcasts, podcast culture, and the podcasters fans love, is launching in January of 2020. Prior to launch, you can grab a free lifetime subscription at www.podcastmagazine.com. If you love podcasts, if you're a podcaster, 
or if you just want to stay on top of what's going on in this growing medium, subscribe now and grab a free lifetime subscription while you can. Once again, that's www.podcastmagazine.com.